Welcome to Stream of Consciousness. I want to talk about a couple of things today. Welcome to Stream of Conscious Wes. I'm Wes and I am conscious in this moment that I'm, I mean, I would never say this about myself, but I'm like, I'm like a perfectionist. I'm like, you know, I'm so nitpicky about my own, well, you didn't do that. Oh, well, you know, there was too much, there was a car driving by. Oh, well. And you know what actually happened is somebody was in my live and dropped a comment saying like, you spit in the face of Jesus, but he still loves you. Bow to the kingdom of God or some shit. And that throws me off my game. And so you might be saying, well, then Wes, uh, why not just record yourself without being live? Then you might not have distractions. And to that, I say, yes, true. And also, I'm off topic because I want to talk about, I was at my friend's wedding this past weekend. And um, we've all been to weddings, right? I think uh, it's different, you know? Uh, I went to weddings when I was a kid. And that is a crazy different experience. I went to my aunt's wedding in San Diego and it was like right on the ocean. It was this amazing, beautiful uh setting and it was a long ass day as a kid i don't really remember it all um but one thing i do remember is like reception dance floor but booming bumping and me five years old out at the edge amongst like the raised hedges and I was picking up all the slugs, bro. I was just playing with all the slugs. I was a slug Jones. Z was good. Thank you, thank you. I'm back. Um, and so I was at this wedding and I was not a kid. And I happened to know both people's uh, family, at least in some some of them. And boy, did I feel the pressure to just not stand around with my friends, that I felt this internal guilt that I wasn't going out and chatting up the parents and chatting up uh, the grandma and, you know, joining in on the crew of a group of friends that I don't know that are close to the groom and being like, I might never see these people ever again. You know, and I'm like, okay, true. I must, there was a, there was some moments where I was just like, I'm out. And I've had, oh, I've had so many of those moments. So many of the moments when I'm like, I'm out is when somebody is being so cringe. So for me, cringe social shit is when someone just is not aware of how they are impacting the social environment, right? Perhaps in school, we had the cringe person, maybe someone was asking a million questions the whole entire class. And after a certain point, you're just like, dude. But there's also the the cringe when someone is just going in on a conversation because you know how weddings are, right? There's these, you know, there's that time for the dancing, 
right? But then there's that time when, you know, I like to step outside with the smokers, right? I like to step outside um, and take a brief reprieve from the hubbub of what's going on inside. Also for me, a big one is, is that I just want to get away from the sound, from the loud music for a few minutes. But what happens, as we all know, is that there becomes little pockets of conversation that naturally arise. Me and my friend walk outside. There's two people standing at a table. We walk over, say what's up. Now there's a foursome and chatting and perhaps we join in on what the first two people or perhaps we initiate what we want to say and perhaps both uh, couples as people might say are just near each other and still engaged with each other and perhaps we start saying something new and that new conversation of two and two coming together to make four often creates an environment where a fifth, sixth, or seventh person senses that there's an opportunity to butt in. Then there's the perhaps later in the night. There's the, I'm, I'm, I'm a big find myself in a one-on-one dropped deep into some real shit conversation where people won't really come in and join this conversation. There's not space to, they're not clued in to all that we've so far discussed, right? Um, And I find myself being waking, uh, you know, becoming aware in a moment like that where I'm like, oh my God, have I not, have I been unaware of the subtle body and facial signaling that this person actually no longer wants to be stuck with me, you know? And, and at the same time, though I might fear that greatly, I also recognize that a lot of people won't feel that way and will be happy to ride out this this deep little deep dive one-on-one convo to a place where there's a natural pause point in which we can acknowledge the fact that, wait, we're talking one-on-one. You want to head in there or you want to go smoke with those homies over there? Or we checking in? You good? We, we're still vibing? Okay, we can still talk. Um, and this is what I'm going through in my life. Hello, everyone. Part of why I want to say this is that I listen to these episodes. I'm really fucking happy that I have over 100 episodes right now. Because it's a log. It's probably the most clear. You know, this is my fucking um, photo album. You know, that all our grandparents had in like the living room shelves. Or some of them might have have had them stacked underneath like a coffee table that has an under, under shelf. Um, Z says, I live under the assumption that if you don't want to continue to engage, you will disengage yourself. I, that's interesting. I don't live under that assumption because I know that everyone does not do that. I know it. Here's an example. I didn't drink at this wedding partly because I was driving. And for me, I'm kind of like, damn, like I had to drive like 30 minutes back, back home. Um, anyway, wedding over bride and groom closing it down. They're like, we love you. We're going up to our hotel room, bride and groom gone. I view that it's like two, two 30, 
I view that as like, yo, we fucking did it. There was six or seven people still puttering around the bar. I'm like, Max, Liz, we out. They're like, yes, let's, let's get out of here. I'm seeing them, my friends, get caught by a stranger, by someone who they hadn't even really talked to the whole wedding. I'm so eager to leave. I do. I'm like, come on. I am under the assumption that if I'm still sticking around, that I'm like, let's go guys. Oh yeah, totally. And then we're, we're back into a little conversation that I'm like, okay. Feel like we all were like, if this, if this conversation hadn't have reinitiated, it's because like, if that hadn't have happened, we would be almost on my car right now. So I'm then saying to myself, I'm leading this charge. Okay, I'm leading this charge. We we're kind of like in a line. We weren't holding hands, but we kind of had that movement a little bit of being like, yo, love you guys. Great night. Check you later. Previously, I had gone with the groom and another friend and gone to a convenience store right outside. And so I had a little baggie with me of like a Mountain Dew uh spicy nacho doritos and a cool ranch lays have you guys tried the cool ranch lays shout them out as much as i love cool ranch doritos i prefer spicy nacho doritos so i don't really eat cool ranch doritos okay but i had cool ranch lays the crispy thin nature of a of a lays potato chip with that blue and red dot speckled cool ranch flavor oh popping off also i was super stoned from smoking weed with like all of the homies that was like the big thing at the wedding was with the groom the bride everybody was out there getting high it was a it was full of a camaraderie right but and and i think i would i would guess most people were also to some degree drunk as well. Um, and so I have my little bag of treats that I'm probably, I'm thinking I'm gonna drink this Mountain Dew to just get the tiniest hit of caffeine so that on the back end of my 30 minute drive home at 3 a.m., I'm not worried about falling asleep, right? I'm thinking ahead, okay? I'm, I'm not, thinking and perhaps it might might have but it, i'm like this isn't going to affect my sleep right i've had such a long ass day i'm gonna have i'm gonna be fine falling asleep okay so i'm out in the fucking parking lot kind of like looking back at this at the door being like yo where are the homies that i'm driving back to their hotel like but i'm like you know, I take off my, uh, actually it was cold as fuck. So I kept my jacket on, but I like cleared out my seat a little bit. That was kind of cluttered. So there was space, you know, I'm in no rush, but I'm, I'm also like, you guys do you. I like take a sip of my Mountain Dew. I grab my spicy nacho. I'm taking a hit of that good, good spicy nacho Doritos. Can't like, I just have to say like, there's nothing like that on earth, a spicy nacho Dorito. That is human engineering, my guy, okay? But anyway, so it makes sense how fucking satisfactory it is to fucking chomp down on them Jones. So I'm like, five minutes go by, 10 minutes go by, and here's what I'm thinking. It's cold, but I drove from uh, Oregon to Colorado. So I'm like, I'm not trying to sit in my car. Sitting, like I'm doing now, LOL. Sitting in my car is played out for my body, bro. So 
it was manageable for me to be chilling with my jacket on. And I'm like feeling good. 15 minutes go by. 20 minutes go by. Not a single other person even walked out in that time because everybody was already gone. Or the people that were there were staying at that hotel, so they just went up in the elevator. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, bro, you can't go back in there, man. And this was maybe my mistake. Maybe if I had gone in after five minutes, they would have been like, oh, yo, we got to go with our friend. Hindsight. But I'm thinking, if I go back in there, I'm going to get trapped in the converse, in whatever conversation is happening that I'm not privy to, that I'm sure is what's holding everybody up. Um, and so, Z, that's the shit where my friends come out and they're like, yo, so sorry, bro. So sorry. And what do I say? No worries, man. I was just chomping on my chips, which is true, but there was a little worry, right? I didn't want to make them feel bad, but there was a little worry, okay? Not worried about them, but in the way that we say no worries. I'm like, little worries, bro. No, I was going to say it again. Little worries, bro. No worries. No worries flows off of my tongue, bro. So anyway, they come in, they get in my car, we take them back to their hotel and they're like, yo, dude, we got, we got trapped by this conversation. And I'm like, oh, did you know? They're like, yeah, it was this guy. He actually, I think maybe was like, uh, like one of, one of the people who was like a staff at the wedding. He was like running something. And, uh. They were like, oh, we got so trapped. And um, my homie in the back was like, dude, it's like he was just going off. Like, like kind of trying to paint this picture that like this dude was like, he like said some choice words later on in our drive about like, that dude was crazy or something. Which again, I don't really know. I wasn't there. But I'm just thinking to myself like, you guys, like, this isn't even a friend of the couple. This is like somebody that they hired to like run a part of it. Friendly, you know, and be invited to be like, yeah, stay for the rest of the night. You know, I think a lot of couples after like, if someone's like, whether it's a DJ or whether, you know, somebody's running something they're like hey come on back right that's like the friendly thing to do but they're my friends are telling me this and again i have no beef with them at all um but my friends are telling me this and in my head i'm like you guys are just fucking pushovers you guys just weren't strong en <laughs> enough to fucking power through. Now, Max and Liz, if you're watching this, know that this is, I'm, I'm joke. There's a joking, loving energy in which I say, y'all were weak willed. Y'all got trapped and y'all thought you couldn't just bust your way out with your truth, you know? Because it's true that you wanted to come out to the car to fucking go home with me. Um, but I just want to point out what Z said is that we might all assume part of why that might have seemed so interesting to me is because I knew they wanted to leave. And again, looking back, I really do, I really do think that if I would have gone back in after five minutes, I could have been like, yo guys, ready? And then that would be their out. 
So, again, if I wouldn't have had my spicy nacho Doritos and my Voltage Mountain Dew, I probably uh, might have gone in, but I was pretty content. But anyway, uh, yeah, we get trapped, you know? I was in a orientation a few weeks back for uh, my for a new job I haven't started yet and it's just like a there's a packet of paperwork and then there's you know hype videos and a couple of like training tips and shit on like a powerpoint or something but anyway this you know it's a group of 40 30 to 40 strangers right and there's this one guy who keeps raising his hand and talking some fucking unrelated bullshit. And then once he had said his one thing, you know, ask your questions, right? That's fine. But then this dude just kept like as if it was a callback about that everyone was going to be like, oh, that thing you mentioned before. And it just, it was wasting our time. It wasn't necessary. It was broad, vague, not the moment for that. I do believe this person was likely neurodivergent. So again, I have love for this person, you know, but even so, there was some what I per, I don't perceive myself to be a masculine man, but I perceive other men to be masculine men. And there was more masculine men sitting right behind me who had a little bit of a more aggressive take on the frustration that the room was feeling about this one guy kind of slowing down, going through the bullet points of this orientation. And he was just slowing things down, which is okay. And again, I think I'm even affected by hearing these other guys judge him or, or be like, dude, really? Under their breaths, of course. Um, but I do find that I, when I'm experiencing something really cringe or I'm like, oh my God, this person doesn't know that we're all annoyed that I just look down. I just look down. Like I can't, I can't watch, look away, to cringe. Um, yeah. So anyway, I wanna get to these comments. Z Lex, what's good? Um, so we were talking a little bit about, yeah, social engagement and how is it that we allow ourselves to become trapped in a conversation we don't want to be in? That's cool. I'm just like, yeah, Z says, I'm just like, okay, I'm done here. Have a good one. That is so brave. I think so many of us would feel afraid to say that because we fear that oh, we fear that the other person is going to be like, oh, you hate me, right? I mean, even if we don't consciously think that, that drives our behavior, I think, in a lot of ways. Um, Lex says, I always disengage when I feel a little shift in my, in my energy during the convo. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, I wish we could just say what we mean without having to dance around it. Yeah. Lex says, do you have any situations where it wasn't pleasant when you said what you meant? 
That's interesting. Thank you. Lex says, I think sometimes I also feel bad when I see people ramble, like they need people to talk to. I feel that too. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Interesting. Back to, back to old people. I get that with old people a lot. Where I can kind of see where I'm like, I bet you a lot of people in your life feel stuck by you rambling because they don't want to be rude and tell you that either you've, you've already told that they've already, you've already told this to them before that you, um, are going on and on and it's getting boring or the third probably most regular ass one is that i have to go i would enjoy continuing this conversation but the day doesn't last forever and i got shit on my plate right interesting Back to like a the, the 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 ending of like a wedding reception where you're like when it's early on, people are like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna hit the hay early. I've been up since five, or I gotta get up early for a flight." There's there's a way that the prepackaged excuse, even before anyone asks is just shot right at you. Um, and then there's the level of like, uh, when there's a good amount of people that are in the process of leaving or that have already left, where people don't feel the need, where it's not an early exit, they don't feel the need to, to give a little excuse it's kind of like right between the goalposts of like, it is late, you know? I think that that would, gen you could generally say that could be between like 11 p.m. and, and like 1 p.m. at 1 a.m. Um, after 1, everybody's just like, I'm out. Bray. On the topic of rambling, which a lot of drunk people at the end of receptions will do, right? Uh, this is me rambling. I'm a rambler. I'm a rambler, okay? That's just what it is, bro. I don't often have the amount of opportunities to openly just talk about anything. Because guess what? It's kind of, even though we all know it's possible, it's kind of hard to fully ramble to yourself, right? It's like, here's what I'm going to say. It's like playing tennis by yourself. You're standing over on one side. You hit a serve. It bounces. It bounces. And then it hits the chain link fence. Maybe you, maybe you grab another ball or you've used your last ball and you walk over to the other side. You pick up some balls and you're ready. Coming on here is like playing tennis against a wall. Not that you guys are a wall, but there is some slight level 
of feedback that comes back to me. The tennis ball hits a wall, you know, comes back, but it's not, it's not coming back to you the way it would be hit at you. But if you're just hitting into nothing, then nothing is coming back at you and all you're really practicing is serving. Right? So it's like the difference between like, if I'm, instead of being here, if I'm like driving home, there, I'm not, there's nothing coming back at me if I'm just talking. And so it feels like, ah, bruh, like give me somebody to chat with and my tennis flow can just vibe. If, if y'all, if y'all are the wall, I can volley forever. Unless I get tired of sitting in this fucking seat. Um, so back to Z and Lex, shout out. My partner days, the later people hang out after something is telling of how much they enjoyed the event. The later people hang out after something is telling of how much they enjoyed the event. They are trying to hold the moment and feeling as long as possible. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Again, I, uh, same with Z, the way that you were thinking about um, how you assume that everyone will disengage if they're wanting to disengage. I don't know that the latest the people stay, the most they've been enjoying themselves. You know? I think in some ways, a lot of people feel an obligation to stay longer than they actually would desire to. I think a wedding is so specific, right? Because like I was saying, it's like so many of the people that you're hanging out with at a wedding aren't people that you will ever hang out with again. So that was a big part of what it was for me too, is uh, how... the back and forth that was happening between whoever is, is, is stuck here. It will never be anywhere else. Um, and that's another thing, bro. I fucking invited this one homie, Matt, who I had never met before. I invited him on my podcast. Um, and I could sense, you know, there was a way of, 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 of I could sense that he was very, kind of taken aback by that invitation because I would imagine he's never been on a podcast before. And when I think of podcast, for me, it's like, it's so chill because guess what? I'm a podcaster and, and it doesn't seem like this big intimidating thing. And so seeing how he was a little like, well, I, I don't really know what I have to talk about, you know? That's what's cool about Stream of Conscious Wes is that we don't know what we have to talk about it until we are talking about it. Like, and that's not, that's not what everyone's experience of a podcast is. A lot of the podcasts we listen to are scripted or are, or have outlines at least, right? Um, and so it's like, Z, I hear you. Z says, I sometimes want to have a podcast, but I just do lives. I have realized I can do both simultaneously. That's what we're doing here. This is a podcast. The majority of the people that will ever listen to this and be present for what we're talking about will be listening in the future. Um, so yeah, Lex, 
Z, I would like to formally invite you to meet up with me on the internet and record a podcast episode. Meaning, have a wonderful conversation. Um, Lex. No. <laughs> ting, 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 ting. Lex. You're, you are so inspiring to me, dude. The way I've seen you be like, yo, you know, let me get out of my own way. Let me drop some of the fears of being perceived, of being perfect, the way you move your body, the way you dance. It makes me both want to, and sometimes I do, stand the fuck up and then just shake or put on music, bro. So I'm really uh, like, I would love to fucking like dance with you someday, you know? Um, Z, hell yes, dude, you're like an OG. When you pop in here, dude, it's, I'm like, I know it like helps to, to color my, my, the way I experience the live stream. When Z is here, I'm like, okay, we can flow. Sometimes when there's not really anyone that I know, I can get so off kilter with the, the handful of people that might be sticking around. Um, so I really, uh, I, I read your compliment. Thank you. You said, uh, I've been a staple of your last couple of years. Uh, I inspire you. Amazing. Um, so yeah. And then I also want to say, um, that, yeah, we never, we don't have to plan on, on any fucking shit before we chat, but I might think of a couple of things of, that I either know you or, or just want to hear your opinion on because it's an opportunity to be seen by each other. That's what friendship is, man. Friendship is showing ourselves to other people. You know, I feel I'm getting emotional. I feel, um, that, you know, I think it's a classic thing where we aren't really often aware of our strengths or of the impact that we have on the people around us. For me, that's so true. I'm so familiar and accustomed to only really paying attention to where I believe I've fallen short. So, you know, and, you know, even in, in a lot of ways, I think that's often sometimes what I bring to, to the podcast talking about what I, what I want to change, you know, where I can do better, where I've made mistakes. Um, and that you know, it's like, holy shit, this is so meta because I'm looking at the fact that I often am here sharing hard stuff as a negative. That is a strength that I have, is bringing my awareness and my observation and my words to these things. I'm not going to talk about it if it's not important to me. And so that's, an, that's a way that we can 
show ourselves to others is to talk about what's difficult. But what we give ourselves the opportunity of when we do show ourselves to other people is that they mirror back to us a beautiful part of ourselves that we don't get to see because we just are it. I affect people when I enter a room. That's something that I don't really think about because I am so affected by walking into a room of people. I'm so aware of how I'm affected. I'm not tuned in to how I affect you. So when you and I engage and come together as friends, we are able to, like this, help each other see the full spectrum of who we are. <laughs> so, all of that to say, <laughs> I would be grateful to share time and space with you uh, sometime in the near future. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Let's giggle now. Yo, let's actually put on a beat. That's a great, that's a great fucking. Yo, this is some shit. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening to the podcast. I got to go to work here in a bit. Um, let's giggle now. We don't know what we have to say until we say what we have. Yo, what I got in my hands. Look, emotions, negativity, feeling like, damn, that shit is heavy, bro. Carry that on my back every day. Carry that and I swing and I sway. The breeze, it just be weighing me down. Bitch, I'm about to hit hay. Yo, but then you, you allow me to have a directed energy so that I'm not, I'm not shitting on myself. I'm arriving at a place where I can say, hey, let me share what I've been going through. And then you mirror back to me parts of myself that I don't see because I'm so in tune with how I'm thinking, how I'm affected, what I'm drinking inside. When we look eye to eye, I see my myself that I can't find my own and then I mirror back to you how you're dope and then we drink then we cheers then we think that is fellowship I'ma hit the ship and I'm sailing on today looking for lands to land upon here's something my friends that my partner Lane and I do with each other and when we lead community is that we say, hey, how are you feeling in your body? What's going on for you? And then we say, hello, as we'd like to continue sharing and connection together. What do you, Lex, Z, need to say right now to land here and to fully be seen? I need to land. I need a fan. Cause it's hot in this car. The heat of my spirit goes, flows, rows, and rows of stacked up anticipatory feelings of how I'm not good enough and how I just wanna feel like my shit is so ripe. I don't like my life. I wish I was different now. Why am I like this? How can I feel better? How can I not make the same mistake day after day? Well, if I turn to you and say, hey, I've been making mistakes, then I have a new perspective that I've been gifted by the fact that I was brave enough to share. 
And when I'm seen in that truth, it's not that I need to tell everybody what I'm up to so that they can get on my ass if I do something different. I just want you to know because I get separated from the knowledge that I have of who I want to be, how I want to live, what I want to do. I get clicked out from being in tune with that. And the more people in my life that I have shared those visions and those dreams with, the closer I am, the more opportunities there are, the more mirrors that are painted back at me that remind me of what I have previously expressed that still feels true, that we're not tuned in in every moment thinking about our most, our most epic, amazing goals and dreams. We have to focus on the shit that goes on today a lot of the time. Um, and so once again, another beautiful aspect of what the three of us separately, I'd like to do one-on-one, -on -one, but the three of us having a conversation is that we have that opportunity to share with we other with each other right? We, we do everything that we've just been talking about. But then we also have the opportunity to share <laughs> that, to share who we are with our future selves. And that that's a whole that hits a whole nother level of like, okay, I can fuck with that. I can fuck with that. Hell yeah. I fuck with you guys. Ugh, isn't it always so perfect? I just walked out of a client's house and I was like, I gotta do some shit. And as Z can attest, I started a different live stream and I streamed for, I don't know, like five minutes and then I like stopped and then I started watching TikToks and, and then I was like, oh, maybe I'll just work. Maybe I'll just go get some lunch, something. And uh, if it's a line for me, it might be a line for others. And if it is a line for others, they'll find themselves here, right? All right, guys. Lex, I have love for you. I have love for you. Isn't that interesting? I was thinking about saying, I love you. But I was thinking about, oh, well, I don't, you know, I, I, I feel comfortable saying that. But I think it feels more true to me to say, love, I have some for you. I have love for you. You don't have to pick, you don't have to take it, right? It can be for you and you can decline. You know? And I look forward to uh, furthering our friendship. And we'll do so uh, so soon. <laughs> and I have love for you. Dear listeners and viewers, if you're checking out the video version of the podcast over on Spotify, hello. And if you're like me and you listen to your podcasts on Apple Podcasts, hello. I'm doing a, a, a little cute um, little bow to the camera. And, uh, and to you, Lex and Z as well. And thank you, East Coast Baby Doll, who was also in here for a little while. You're cool. I like you. And... That's it. That's the end. That's the outro. Tune into other episodes, Stream of Conscious West. Catch me at uh, Conscious West over on TikTok. That's where I post most of my stuff to the internet. And I don't really post on Instagram, but I do have one, Conscious West, as well. Love you guys. I'll catch you later. And I'll be texting the two of you.
and hit me up if you want to come on the on the podcast. Seriously, I, I want to talk to to so many people. If if we've ever connected, and even if we haven't, um, I don't know if I'll if I will accept every single request that comes to me. But I, I'll definitely be like, why would I say no? You know. All right. Peace, love, be your best. Have a great day. Bye. And just because it was different doesn't mean it's bad, you know. It's my my childhood, my life, my path, my trajectory. Like, why am I casting this judgment on the past? Because I notice that I can prove myself to me, and that's all I do. I am complete. This is a freestyle vibes number one. I am never done. I will see the sun. It will come rising every morning. I might not see it, but I'll be grinning if I choose it. I might lose it every second. I'll be abusing drugs, alcohol, not really. But after all, I like these things. I like to do them all, but I can't do them every moment of my life. I could live this life on the mic 24-7, but it would not be so right. It would be something that I did not like. It would be something fresher and doper. I am a creature that I have made in a teacher form and I know that I used to be forlorn about my past but now I love to explore it Ooh, I'm feeling floored because this music is my pores I love it baby but I love you more I love myself and I love the life that I've lived right now and I'm entirely loving my wealth I don't have a lot of money it's true I got an education, but what did that do? But now I have this debt that I'm saddled with too. But now I'm here alive, coming straight to you. This is the freshest, dopest shit that you've been hearing in a minute. This is album worthy. I'm not swerving. I'm so dirty. Y'all been licking this. I'm Mr. Clean, bald-headed bitch, but I like my long shit. I like to go places. I like to have fun. I like to run races. I like to be a funky dude, and I'm feeling so in tune with who I I am and I'm coming to you. I drive, it's me and Pete on the highway and we've been cruising. I got this, that lumbar support. I need to keep myself temperature floored. I love to love what I love and I love you more. I like it. It's all I need but I'm using and I'm abusing. I feel chosen. I'm frozen from the dead and I am just getting ahead in my life. My head is on straight. I feel great. I know that it's too late. You can't wait and everything I do, I'm on a date with myself. I love you, dude. My name is W-E-S-L-E-Y-D-A-V-I-D-C-A-R-L-S-O-N. The end. Ooh, I like to be my best friend. I like you too. I like Grace. Ooh, you fucking dude. I like these weights that I'm lifting. I like to cook myself cool in my kitchen. Uh. Ha <laughs> ha.